The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You are a visionary. You have a vision. You just need to create it and bring it to life. Welcome to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with your host, Kate Ebner. Our program will be an hour of inspiration from leaders who are making their visions happen and will set you on the path to having a big impact through your leadership and the life you really want. Now here's your host, Kate Ebner. Good morning and thank you for joining me for today's episode of the radio show. I'm your host, Kate Ebner, and if you'd like to follow along with news from this show and other updates from the Nebo Company, sign up for our weekly newsletter at nebocompany.com. I am truly excited about today's show. My guest, Billy Parrish, is a passionate leader who not only has a clear vision of a world run on 100% clean energy, but he has the drive and the innovative spirit to make his vision real. Billy dropped out of Yale, famously, after his sophomore year to devote himself to environmental and social justice activism full-time. During that period, he co-founded and grew the Energy Action Coalition into the largest youth organization in the world, focused on clean energy and climate solutions. He's been named a Rolling Stone magazine climate hero. He was elected by a, as a fellow by Ashoka, the global association of the world's leading social entrepreneurs. He's had numerous other awards and recognitions. Last but not least, Billy is the co-author of a book with uh, Dev Ajula, on social entrepreneurship called Making Good, Finding Meaning, Money, and Community in a Changing World. Billy, good morning and welcome to the show. Thanks, Kate. Glad to be here. You know, it's a, a pleasure to have you. And as I, um, as I reflect on how I've gotten to know you and your work, um, I really first saw you speak at Middlebury College last January when you were giving a very inspiring talk. Billy, you've been celebrated for the visionary work you're doing for the climate. Your story begins with a somewhat unconventional decision to drop out of Yale University. And dropping out of Yale has been a decision that's earned a lot of attention for you. It was certainly mentioned when I saw you speak at Middlebury. It's part of the story that's in the book. It seems a defining decision. And I'm sure our listeners would like to understand a bit more about you and your background. Sort of um, tell us a bit about you, Billy. Sure. So... My story kind of begins the summer after my sophomore year of college. I was at Yale and got a grant from the university to study in India for the summer. And on that trip, I had an opportunity to go to a place called Gangotri, which is right at the source of the Ganges River up in the Himalaya. And I hiked from... Gango Tree, all the way up to um, the the mouth of the Ganges, which is this frozen river of ice, this glacier in in the mountains. And there were scientists who were studying that glacier, and they said that the glacier 
was hundreds of feet downriver the year before and hundreds of feet further downriver the year before, and it was retreating faster than anyone had predicted. Mm-hmm. And 400 million people rely on the Ganges for their fresh water. And that river was at risk because of global warming. And, you know, I had this moment on the mountain uh, where I said, you know, this really is the defining issue of our time. And I needed to do something about it. So came back, uh, took a semester off Yale to organize a regional student global warming conference. And that conference turned into, over time, the Energy Action Coalition, which I led for a number of years. So the moment on the mountain, I love that um, that way of telling your story. And I think that, um, you know, many people have the thought, not so many people make it a life work. Um, and I'm interested, you know, if you've always seen yourself as a change agent or whether that's something that's evolved as you've made that declaration. You know, I've been thinking about this recently because, uh, you know, there weren't really the signs of me being a serial entrepreneur before that time. You know, I'd done, you know, started a few clubs and things like that, but hadn't really, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs you hear about them starting the lemonade stand when they're seven years old. And that, that really wasn't me. But I think for me it was the purpose that came out of that trip that has driven my entrepreneurship. That, that drive to really take on global warming and to find new and compelling ways to engage people in solving this challenge has driven all of the different things I've worked on and started since then. Well, I, I think, you know, it's, it's um, the word serial entrepreneur, you know, um, tell us something about your, your character <laughs> and your approach. Um, and I want to start off, you know, the show is called Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life. And I think that the intention of this show is to really help anybody uh, understand what it means to be visionary, to see a future that we desire and, and to articulate that future in a way that, that causes uh, one to want to work toward it. And I want to invite you, and this is fairly early in the show for me to do this, but I want to invite you, if you would, to share the vision that you have of the future you know what is it that you see that you would like the rest of us to see too you know i i think at the center of the vision that i'm working to create with so many so many other people is a world of abundance uh i think you know we we hear so much about scarcity about you know the end of uh you know, depleting fossil fuel reserves, depleting fresh water, um, poverty, all of, all of these things that, that drive us into this kind of scarcity mindset. And what I think is possible is a world of essentially abundant, clean energy that unlocks all sorts of other prosperity for our civilization that, you know, we, can create endless clean water. We can create opportunities for people to connect and collaborate and follow their own passions. We can get rid of pollution. We can 
live in a world that is safe and healthy and prosperous. And, you know, I'm excited to help create that world, not only for myself, but for my, for my two little girls. Mm. You know, your vision is, is uh, so um, refreshing to hear, and it reminds me a little bit of, we once had um, a man on our show who is the uh, river keeper for the Patuxent River here in Maryland. And he, his vision, um, Billy, was a vision of rivers flowing through cities and emerging from the city healthier, clearer, better, more vital than they had actually, um, fl- you know, flowed into the city. And I've, I've always... I've always really held that vision in my mind as I will yours because it's a vision of uh, innovation and stewardship and deep care between mm. people and, and the world. Um, now, you have um, famously attracted so many people to the environmental cause. Um, in, in particular, you really started off with um, the Energy Action Coalition. Tell us a little bit about that time, about how the Energy Action Coalition became the largest youth organization in the world focused mm. on clean energy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a really interesting time because it was the beginning of a really widespread kind of awakening that I think was going on across the population, but particularly with young people. And I think partly I just had good timing. Um, you know, there were lots of different organizations that worked with young people on environmental issues, social justice issues, you know, civic engagement issues. And a lot of them were beginning to think that they wanted to do something about clean energy and about climate change. And what I was able to do was get all those groups together so that we could tell a bigger story, so that we could run campaigns that none of us could run on our own. And it, it, it was an issue that all of these groups wanted to work on, but they knew that they, it was just so big that they were attracted to the idea of a coalition that could kind of create a unified voice for our generation on, on this critical issue. And uh, it worked, and we raised a lot of money. We had 80 full-time staff across the U.S. and Canada working with young people to run campaigns to make their schools models of the clean energy future that we all wanted to see across society. And then taking those victories at our schools and leveraging them into community-wide victories, getting clean energy policies passed in local cities, and then working with corporations to follow our lead, and then ultimately engaging in federal policy advocacy. So uh, it was a time of, of kind of, I think, capturing this wave and really figuring out how to ride it and channel it into uh, a pretty tremendous uh, kind of wave of, of student engagement and activism on this issue. Did you find that the students, um, sounds like they were very eager to participate and, and make this happen. What did you need to teach them how to do? You know, it was more about meeting them where they were at mm-hmm. and giving them a shared identity. Um, you know, and on that last point, I, I remember one of the other things that kind of 
engaged me in this was I went to a student environmental conference uh, my freshman year of college, and just being in a room with a thousand other young people who you know cared about environmental issues kind of gave me a sense that I was part of something, that I wasn't alone in caring about these issues. And you know, I think by creating a, uh, a campaign, by creating uh, an identity for people to be a part of, we really got them involved. And by meeting them where they were at, you know, we partnered with MTV. We created a, a green music label with Warner Music. You know, we created the first kind of climate change blog. Uh, we were really focused on engaging people uh, online through music and culture and making it fun. Well, it's great. It's actually very interesting to just hear you, you talk about that idea of meeting people where they are and um, and kind of plugging them in to something bigger. Um, it's, it's exciting because I, th- I think it's something that um, the, 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 you know, the millennial generation in particular is very, very good at and, and reaches for, and I think it's marvelous um, to see. You know, we're going to have to take a break, Billy. Um, when we come back, we want to hear a lot about the company you've created. Um, it, it's really a company dedicated to solar energy and to this goal of 100% clean energy. Um, my guest today, for those listening, is Billy Parrish. This is Kate Ebner. You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life, and we'll be right back. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you want to take your organization to the next level? The Nebo Company develops leaders, teams, and organizations to achieve their highest potential. We provide executive and team coaching, leadership courses, mentor programs, and retreats tailored to the unique goals of your organization's leaders. With national reach, Nebo specializes in helping senior leaders to articulate a compelling vision, then develop the strategy, goals, and accountabilities that make the vision real. For more information, visit NeboCompany.com. Be sure to ask about our leadership and life curriculum. Again, that's NeboCompany.com. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. What does conscious leadership mean to you? It unites organizations instead of dividing them. By exploring commonly based business challenges, it guarantees an increase in your bottom line. Tune in to Minding Our Business, Creating a Spiritual Economy with your host, Nadine Rogers. Each week, we'll hear from business leaders and learn from their strategies. We'll talk about personal and organizational best practices that you can learn from, and we'll hear from you. Minding Our Business airs live Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business.
Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up your phone and call into 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to visionaryleader at nebocompany.com. Now, back to today's program. Welcome back to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life. I'm Kate, and my guest today is Billy Parrish. Billy's been named a climate hero by Rolling Stone magazine, but among his many achievements in the climate field was the development of a company called Mosaic that is doing some extraordinary uh, work innovating how we can participate and support solar energy development. So, Billy, I want to... really go to that now and you know i know that mosaic is a solar energy investment platform that connects investors to high quality solar projects would you like to tell us more about this yeah um so we really are the first online investment platform for the clean energy economy people can go to www.joinmosaic.com create an account in minutes and it's like amazon you can browse different projects and choose the one that you want to invest in and you can invest for as little as $25. Those investments so far have been generating between 4 and 7% annual returns. You get principal and interest paid back monthly and uh, so far we have zero defaults, 100% on-time payments. So the model is working. People are making money from the sun. Why the sun? You know, enough sunlight hits the earth every 40 minutes to power the entire planet for a year. You know, it's this inexhaustible resource that we've only just begun to really tap for our energy needs. You know, the the sun is what powers the rest of life on earth, uh, you know, by... Uh, through plants, and um, humans are just beginning to understand the potential of that energy source, which is so ancient and so powerful. And, um, you know, the cost of solar has come down 80% in the last four years. So we're also just at this kind of tipping point where the technology is really so economical now, it's cheaper for many people all around the world to power their lives with energy from the sun than it is from fossil fuels. I'm I'm interested in in the philosophy, you know, so there you were, you know, looking at the Ganges and thinking about the future and committing yourself to this this um, incredible uh, life path that you are on and, you know, the decision to really go with solar energy. And I'm I'm just curious, um, Billy, sort of uh, philosophically, what is it about this that speaks to you? You know, partly it's that fossil fuels don't make sense to me. 
you know, we are burning up ancient condensed swamp muck and creating all of this pollution, piping it all around the world, boiling water to create steam where otherwise we could have solar panels on rooftops and collect sun and use that energy right there where it's being created with, you know, virtually no pollution. So, you know, it, it's just a smarter way to power our planet and it's a way to power our planet that will leave a healthier world for, for our kids. You know, that's the essence of sustainability is that we live in a way that allows us to pass the world on better than we found it. Thank you. I appreciate um, the sentiment that you've just shared uh, with us and the clarity uh, with which you've articulated that. And I, I think it is, in so many ways, such an obvious place to go. Um, and yet there are so many kinds of um, sort of green energy solutions being pursued. It's really uh, quite valuable to, to, to hear you talk about it. Um, I would love it if you could tell us some, maybe some examples of some of the kinds of projects that um, Mosaic is, um, is, is putting forward. Yeah. So we financed a whole range of projects from a home uh, on the Navajo Reservation to a charter school uh, in Denver to a military base in New Jersey where we're providing solar for 550 military families. So, you know, 19 projects all across the U.S., um, a lot of community centers, schools, um, affordable housing units. You know, solar fits in so many different places. And, and what we do is we find the projects that can generate good returns for our investors. You know, that's our primary responsibility. People are entrusting us with their money and we are finding projects and really curating the platform so that we only put up projects that we feel really confident will be able to return capital uh, with interest to our investors. Who are your investors? You know, can you can you tell us a little bit about, you know, like our, you know, we, I think for many people the idea of, of making investment is a little intimidating. You know, tell us a little bit about who your investors are. Ooh, I love to talk about our investors because we see our investors kind of as our heroes. They're the, they're the ones who have taken a chance on this new model and are really powering the the platform. So we have over twenty five. 100 investors across 45 states. Uh, our oldest investor is 87, uh, living in Massachusetts. Our, our youngest is 18. Um, you know, they're investing for lots of different reasons, uh, some because of the climate and clean energy impacts, some just because they like the yields that we offer, 4 to 7% is pretty good these days. But actually the number one reason people invest in our, in our products mm -hmm. is because of the transparency. They feel like so many of the other investment options that are out there are opaque. You don't know where your money's going. 
you don't understand what it's doing. Um, and with Mosaic, you can go onto our platform, you can see all of the information uh, about the project in the prospectus, which is linked there, as well as we try to make it really easy to and pull out the most relevant information. So people really appreciate that, that it's transparent, it's tangible. You know, I, I think this is what investment should be like, you know, an investment that people can understand, they can see, feel, touch, they can go visit it if they want to. So... The transparency is that that is actually kind of um, I don't know it's it's sort of like an, an itch that you're scratching that people didn't necessarily know they had but it is it does again sound very refreshing to know what you're putting your money toward to be able to see what's happening and and to not be in the dark about all of that you know and what kinds of what what size of investments do people make I mean do you need to have a lot of money to be part of this. No, you know, again, the, the minimum investment is $25, and we have some people who've put 25 or 50 or $100 on there. The average investment account on Mosaic is $2,100 right now. So, you know, people are beginning to, to put, put more money to work. We have some people who are putting fifty dollars or $100,000 into these projects. So... Um, you know, it's, it's really a range. Uh, um, we have people of all different uh, incomes investing. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you described that for us. We have about three minutes before we take a break, but I'd, you know, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about the business model, you know, just a little bit more about how it all works. Yeah. So people go onto the site. They invest in projects. Those projects are solar energy installations. And they generate electricity. They sell that electricity often to a utility. Um, and through the sale of that electricity, people get their money back. So we're able to pay back people with interest through the, the, the projects that generate electricity. So that's the basic model. And, you know, we are, I think, part of a broader trend that's going on right now, which is kind of peer-to-peer financing. So you see companies like AngelList that have stepped in to uh, allow people to invest in early-stage companies. Uh, another company, Lending Club, allows people to make loans to other people. And, you know, Lending Club made $5 million worth of loans in their first year. And they're now at almost $3 billion in peer-to-peer financed loans. Wow, that's amazing. So, you know, in our first year, we are at $5.6 million and uh, hope that over the next couple of years, we'll be able to finance billions of dollars worth of solar projects that generate good returns for investors and allow us to transition from fossil fuels to clean energy more quickly. It's very interesting and exciting. This is in so many ways one of the most hopeful. Um, I know that I say the word hopeful and I think, oh, there are so many people out there who say, um, you know, don't go on hope, you know, go on action, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I love, I feel hopeful hearing about the action that you are taking out there, Billy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
We're going to take a break right now, um, but when we come back, you know, I think we want to dig in a little deeper and both learn more about what you're doing, but also maybe learn from you a bit about how to step actively into the future that you really want, um, whether it's this uh, topic and, and initiative or perhaps something that you, our listener, are thinking about doing. We want to be able to learn from Billy's experience. We will be right back. This is Kate Ebner. You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life, and my guest today is Billy Parrish. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you want to take your organization to the next level? The Nebo Company develops leaders, teams, and organizations to achieve their highest potential. We provide executive and team coaching, leadership courses, mentor programs, and retreats tailored to the unique goals of your organization's leaders. With national reach, Nebo specializes in helping senior leaders to articulate a compelling vision, then develop the strategy, goals, and accountabilities that make the vision real. For more information, visit NeboCompany.com. Be sure to ask about our leadership and life curriculum. Again, that's NeboCompany.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up your phone and call into 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to visionaryleader at nebocompany.com. Now, back to today's program. Welcome back. This is Kate, and I'm speaking today with Billy Parrish, who's offering us uh, an inspiring vision of a clean energy future that I think um, is pretty heartening to hear about. Um, Billy has been talking with us about the company he's uh, founded called Mosaic and about the model that they've been using to actually um, make investment in solar energy projects accessible to all of us and ultimately to make solar energy accessible to more people and hopefully someday to everybody. Um, You know, Billy, why do we need a model like this? You know, tell us more about the, what, what, how did you get here and what is it that you think we need that's, that wasn't being met in other ways yeah so you know mosaic is the first clean energy investment platform uh and why that's important is you know energy is the biggest industry on the planet 
And up into this point, it has been almost entirely controlled by a small number of companies. You know, ExxonMobil made $122 million in profits per day last year. And as we think about the future that we want to create, what would it mean for those profits to flow to people and to businesses? You know, if we want to create broadly distributed wealth, if we want to accelerate the transition to a world powered by 100% clean energy, we need to participate. We need to be engaged. And so far, there really haven't been tools to enable people to do that. So, you know, we're creating this platform where people can nominate projects that they want to take solar. They can invest directly in solar projects and earn good returns and you know, ultimately, we want millions of people literally invested in the clean energy future so many of us want to see but haven't been able to really help make happen before. You know, you know, it's it's true what you just said. So many of us want to see but haven't been able to make happen. And so, you know, this creation of this new business model, this new approach, um, very exciting and, and very innovative. You know, many climate activists and I'm going to switch the subject slightly, but have um, made a lot of buzz around the number 350, and that is the 350 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere as a threshold that we shouldn't get above for a healthy planet. However, what I've learned is that you're more excited about the number 100, meaning 100% clean energy. Tell us more about the goal of 100% clean energy. So what I like so much about this goal is that it's a goal that even a couple years ago, people didn't think was possible. You know, people were setting goals. We need to be 20% or 30% clean energy powered. And just in the last couple years, you know, countries around the world are going 100% clean energy. Google and Apple have committed to becoming 100% clean energy. City of Washington, D.C., the city of San Francisco have committed to going 100% clean energy. This kind of wave of uh, transformation is beginning. And 100% is also a number that all of us can be a part of and can make happen in our own lives and in our own communities, you know. I can go 100% clean energy. I can get my school to go 100% clean energy or my church. I can get my city to be 100% clean energy or my state or my country. So it's a goal that all of us can kind of hold on to in our own way, which is so important for organizing and engagement and participation, for people to know how they can personally make a difference and you know mosaic is just one platform that can help people do that you know people can invest to create enough clean energy to power their world with clean energy they can bring their school or church onto the platform so that it can go solar um you know it's this aspirational but achievable goal that I think can really become a rallying cry for 
this solutions movement. You know, Billy, as I'm listening to you describe this, I'm noticing um, the difference between going for 100% clean energy versus fearing the 350 parts per million of carbon dioxide. You know, like one is like, we can't let that happen. And, and the other is, let's go for this. And it just, it's a completely different feeling, actually, to, to work with one goal versus the other. Mm. Yeah, you know, people are motivated by different things. Uh, certainly there is a kind of core of the movement on climate change that uh, is really motivated by the, the danger that we face. And the danger is real. And it's important to know where those lines are, to have a science-based target to help policymakers and people know where we need to get to. And 350 has been so critical in drawing that line and helping us understand where we need to get to. But I think, you know, the other side of the coin is what's the world that we want to create instead? You know, if it's not a world of, uh, you know, endless fossil fuels and pollution, what does that other world look like? And, and really, what's the goal that can motivate us to, you know, get past, you know, 350? So, um, you know, people say, you know, Martin Luther King, um, his speech wasn't... I. I have a nightmare, you know, it was, <laughs> I have a dream. And, you know, yeah. Obama built his campaign on, uh, on hope and change. And, you know, these, those motivations are, are held by everyone. And everyone wants to see a better world for the future. And so I think tapping into that kind of hope and, and possibility and abundance, um, uh, motivations are really important for us right now. I agree with you. And I, I wonder, you know, what you just said is so important from a, a vision perspective because, you know, we tend to be served up people's nightmares of the future. You know, we tend to get a lot of news reports that are gloom and doom. Um, some of them, of course, are realities that we need to face. But, uh, even the movies that we go to see are apocalyptic, um, you know, two people left on the planet kinds of films a lot of times. It's very hard, actually, to find a clearly uh, articulated or presented vision of a positive future. And this is one of the reasons we actually have this radio show. But I, I wonder, Billy, if you could... Um, Bring it home for people maybe by, you know, like, so let's imagine that future in even more detail, you know, in a world where it's 100% clean energy and everybody's doing it. What is, what are you doing in your home? You know, what's happening, like, what does it look like day to day? Can you give us a little detail around that? Yeah. Um, and, and before I do, you know, just you reminded me of, of a moment where I, I spoke to the board of a prominent national environmental organization and asked how many people who have seen the movie An Inconvenient Truth. All the hands went up. Then mm-hmm. I asked how many people have read the book Abundance, which is an amazing book that has gotten a lot of attention by Peter Diamandis. Mm-hmm. And I think one hand went up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, that really kind of encapsulated so much of, you know, the environmental movement's positioning. Uh, that it has been so much about preventing all these bad things 
uh, and not as much about kind of building this this vision of of the future. Uh, and 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 our muscles there are uh, untested. There, um, you know, we we really haven't flexed them in imagining together the kind of world we can create. So, thank you, you know, for that. Yes, absolutely. For, for me, you know, the vision I have is uh, with my family um, up on. My wife is Navajo, and and we're building a home up on on the Navajo reservation and, you know, we're building out of local materials. Uh, we have a solar installation up there already. Uh, there's a local, uh, spring. And so we can be essentially totally independent while also recognizing our interdependence that, you know, we can also have internet up there and we can connect with friends, uh, we can be in a world where, you know, I love the idea and and the and the reality that's coming forward of of the self driving car that you know I can be picked up by an electric car and get to the next place I want to go. Um, you know, people want to travel. How can we do that mm-hmm. more easily, more sustainably? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, how can we spend more time with our families and our friends, you know, in a world of abundant, clean energy? Uh, we probably don't need to work as much. We can uh, spend more time creating art and in leisure. And, you know, that's people worry a lot about the decline in jobs that sometimes comes with technological innovation and I think ultimately we will get to a point where, you know, we're all working four days a week, maybe three days a week, and have figured out systems where, uh, you know, we all do our part to do the things that humans still need to do, but are, are spending more of our time with each other. Oh, I really like this vision. How long do you think? It will take us, and I realize that there's no real answer to this, but but I'm curious, you know, what do you think? Do you think this, this can catch on and expand fairly quickly as, as, the, as the vision that you're describing gets shared or as people start to add their visions to it? And how, how, do you, how do you see us getting there? Or when, I guess, I'm wondering how, if you have a sense of that. Yeah, I mean, the change is happening so much faster than anyone has predicted. You know, the analysts are constantly uh, underestimating uh, the, the progress of clean energy. So, you know, I think it's somewhere between 20 and 40 years out that we get to 100% clean energy. And, you know, if if the past is any prediction of the future, it'll be more towards 20. Fantastic. That's really wonderful to hear. You know, it's time for us to take another break, but fortunately we have one segment left. So this is Kate Ebner. I'm talking to Billy Parrish today, and we're really uh, seeing the world through your eyes, Billy. Thank you. We'll be right back. Whether the
the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you want to take your organization to the next level? The Nebo Company develops leaders, teams, and organizations to achieve their highest potential. We provide executive and team coaching, leadership courses, mentor programs, and retreats tailored to the unique goals of your organization's leaders. With national reach, Nebo specializes in helping senior leaders to articulate a compelling vision, then develop the strategy, goals, and accountabilities that make the vision real. For more information, visit NeboCompany.com. Be sure to ask about our leadership and life curriculum. Again, that's NeboCompany.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up your phone and call into 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to visionaryleader at nebocompany.com. Now, back to today's program. Leading innovator in the clean energy field and a, a social entrepreneur whose work has gained him international recognition. Um, he's also a visionary who's been sharing with us uh, not only a, a broad vision of, of 100% clean energy, but a vision of how to live this way. And thank you, Billy, for sharing your own personal vision with us. I think it brings it right down to earth. And, you know, I want to, I want to talk about two things in this segment. One is really a little bit about your, um, your excellent book. The book is called Making Good, Finding Meaning, Money, and community in a changing world. And I also want to talk um, a bit about um, advice, you know, from you to people who are listening who might be thinking, okay, I'm really ready to take some action. I'm ready to become um, a part of this, or I really have a great idea I'd like to bring forward. So I think I'm going to start with that piece and we'll go to your book. But my, my question is, you know, you, you kind of had that mountaintop moment that you know, swung you into life-changing action. Um, when people ask you about uh, becoming a social entrepreneur or about how they can make a difference, you know, let's just start generally. You know, wh- what are some of the things you've learned about moving from wanting to actually doing? What do you need to, what, do you, what, what happens? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dev, my co-author, and I 
we did hundreds of interviews with people, um, both people who had been able to build careers of meaning and lots of people who have wanted that but weren't able or hadn't been able yet to achieve it. And, you know, the, the number one thing we heard from the people who hadn't been able to get on that path was that they didn't think it was possible for them. They didn't have the, the self-confidence, the role models to know how to do it, to know that they could themselves do it. And so we really developed a methodology for how people can build up that confidence, build a set of relationships, build a set of skills to create a career that is aligned with their values. So, you know, one of the best exercises in the book um, and one of the places I often, you know, encourage people to start is to think about you know, their, what, what your passion is, what your vision is, and think about and make a list of the five people that you think could most help you achieve that vision. And so people think about it and they you know, will make that list. And then I ask them, what's one concrete step that you can commit to for each of those people to further build your relationship with, with, with those people. And, you know, so much of how the world works is, is about relationships and unlocking potential through relationships. You know, the probably most prominent business book of the last couple decades, Good to Great by Jim Collins, says, first who, then what? And I think that's really true. It's, it's about finding the people that, that you like to work with, people you share vision and values with, and getting together with them and building that vision together. Uh, you know, I always do things with other people. You know, there's this kind of myth of the you know the social entrepreneur, the entrepreneur, the star athlete that you know people think changes the world or you know wins titles on their own, and, and that's not how it works. Everyone already always has you know a supporting cast, partners, other people that help make it possible, and don't shy away from that. Lean into that, you know, and be proactive about connecting with the people that can help you achieve your vision. You know, we have this concept in the book called set point that you are and kind of perform at the average of the 20 people that you spend the most time with. Think hmm. about who those 20 people are for you and, and think about, you know, who you'd like to add to that list, who will help you be the person that you want to be. That's interesting. You know, this, um, the, the, the set point idea, um, what's the, tell, say a little bit more about that. You know, why is it that we, we are likely to perform at, at the set point between, between the 20 people? What does that really mean? You know, 
I, I think we get into habits. We are very much social creatures. And, you know, I think our, um, our daily habits, our patterns, you know, it's, it's hard to be an overachiever when all the people around you are not overachievers. You know, we, we tend to reflect the behaviors of the people that, that we spend a lot of time with. And, you know, I've certainly found that, uh, you know, it's, they, you know, my friends say, play tennis with people who are better than you. So you can improve your game and, and learn and, and grow, you know, be with people who challenge you, who, um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think that's really important. I think it's important to think a lot about the people that uh, we surround ourselves with and, and to, you know, not only to uplift them, but to also build new connections with people who can bring the best out in you. Thank you for talking more about that. You know, this book that you've written um, with Dev is a really wonderful book. It's a surprising book, I find, in reading it. I mean, I have, as I was saying to you before, I have a, a big library of, you know, amazing books. But what I found when I read your book was that it gave me new ideas and it really um, put things together in a way that I have not seen before. Um, I'm curious about the book, you know, who did you really write it for? I wrote it for the millions of people who have a vision of creating a life where their job and their passion can come together. You know, the the title of the book comes from the ideas of making money and doing good mm-hmm. coming together, making good. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about my own work at Mosaic where, uh, you know, building this platform, this clean energy investing platform is at once, I think, one of the biggest business opportunities on the planet and one of the biggest climate change solutions on the planet. So, you know, I'm really living at the exact center of that Venn diagram of Mm -hmm. making money and doing good. And uh, I think the world would be enormously better off if more of us were able to do that. For those who'd like to follow you, get involved with what you're doing, um, find out more about you, Billy, where should they go? Uh, Joinmosaic.com for investing in clean energy, makinggood.org for reading the book, and you follow me at, on Twitter at Billy Parrish. Thank you. Well, we have uh, just a few more seconds on the show today. Um, I wonder if in just a few seconds you could tell us, um, you know, if you, if you just have one more word of advice for our listeners. I, I think you've just been incredible today. Any, any last thought? Mm. Uh, do something today. You know, the, there's this tendency to make plans and to put things off. And, you know, if I had one final thing, I would say take one action today, one step in the direction that you want to go. Get on that path. Nice. Thank you so much. It has been just a pleasure to have you here today, Billy. Thank you for joining me. This was great, Kate. Take care, everybody, and have a good week. 
We sincerely hope you've enjoyed hearing from leaders who are using vision to create an inspiring future. Please join host Kate Ebner for another edition of Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business Channel. Meanwhile, visit www.nebocompany.com for more tips on bringing your own vision to life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 